0: Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 28th of December, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Tuesday, the 27th, Prime Minister Kishida dismissed Reconstruction Minister Kenya Akiba over being embroiled in scandals, including one over political funds. That made him the fourth minister to lose their post within a few months. After Akiba submitted his resignation, Prime Minister Kishida told reporters that he appointed Hiromichi Watanabe, who served as Reconstruction Minister between 2018 and 2019, as Akiba's successor. Akiba's departure will likely hit Kishida hard, as approval ratings for his cabinet have recently been nearing what is widely viewed as the danger level of 30% ahead of a string of local elections in April. On that note about dismissals, on Monday the 26th, Japan's Defense Ministry dismissed a Maritime Self-Defense Force, or MSDF, captain for allegedly leaking state secrets to someone without security clearance. According to the ministry, a Self-Defense Force criminal investigation unit referred the captain, Takashi Inoue, to prosecutors for allegedly giving classified information to a former MSDF admiral who had already retired from the force. Under the secrecy law, civil servants and others who disclose sensitive information, defined as state secrets, can face up to 10 years in prison. Speaking of scandals, on the same day, the Tokyo District Court decided to grant bail to a former Tokyo Olympic executive, Haruyuki Takahashi, indicted four times on charges of receiving bribes in connection to the Tokyo Games with the amount set at 80 million yen, or around $600,000. Recall that Takahashi was first arrested on the 17th of August and has been in police custody for more than four months. In the widening scandal that has tarnished the image of last year's Olympics and Paralympics, Takahashi has been accused of accepting bribes in return for helping companies be selected as a sponsor or a marketing agent of the global event. Moving on, on Saturday the 24th, prosecutors decided to indict Tetsuya Yamagami, The man accused of fatally shooting former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, following a psychiatric evaluation, the Nara District Prosecutor's Office earlier extended the detention of Tetsuya Yamagami to carefully examine whether he was mentally fit to withstand trial. His statements during the examination included those on how he made a firearm himself to shoot Abe, led the prosecutors to believe he was competent enough to be tried. Recall that Yamagami was arrested for murder after shooting Abe on the 8th of July during a campaign speech in the western city of Nara. Next up, more news on foreign affairs. Japanese Minister of Economy, Trade, and Industry Yasutoshi Nishimura and Saudi Energy Minister Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman met for the Saudi-Japanese Ministerial Dialogue for Energy in Riyadh on Sunday the 25th. Nishimura has been visiting Saudi Arabia and Oman for discussions on the supply and stabilization of oil and liquefied natural gas. The two ministers agreed on the importance of collaboration between their countries for price stabilization. Saudi Arabia and Japan also signed a memorandum of cooperation in the fields of circular carbon economy, carbon recycling, clean hydrogen, and fuel ammonia. Also, government sources said on Tuesday the 27th that Japanese trading houses Mitsui Itochu and electricity firm JERA, have broadly agreed with the government of Oman to import over 2 million tons of liquefied natural gas a year from the country. The deal came amid a global shortage of energy supply due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Prime Minister Kishida said on Tuesday the 27th that Japan will temporarily tighten border controls against travelers from China later this week as the number of new coronavirus cases has rapidly increased in the neighboring country. Kushida told reporters that starting Friday the 30th, Japan will require all travelers from China and those who visited it within seven days to test for COVID-19 upon arrival. Those who test positive must quarantine for seven days. Speaking of China, Sekou Hirashige, the Secretary General for the ruling Liberal Democratic Party in the Upper House and Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen, met on Wednesday the 28th in Taipei to discuss the security coordination amid China's threat. President Tsai praised Japan's major shift in its security policy of significantly strengthening its defense capabilities amid the increasing military threat posed by China toward the self-ruled island democracy. Tsai's remarks came after Japan earlier this month revised three key defense documents, including its national security strategy due to the country facing growing security challenges such as China's military buildup and North Korea's missile and nuclear programs. Seiko's visit to the island triggered a harsh backlash from the communist-led Chinese government. On the same day, Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Weibin said at a press conference in Beijing that the country urges Tokyo to remain by the one-China principle, stop any form of official exchanges with the territory, and stop sending the wrong signals to independence and separatist forces in Taiwan. China regards Taiwan as a breakaway province and seeks to reunify with the mainland, by force if necessary. The two have been governed separately since they split in 1949 due to civil war. On that note about a security boost, on the same day, the cabinet secretariat said that Japan will upgrade its J-alert early warning system by next summer after it malfunctioned in October when North Korea launched a ballistic missile over the archipelago for the first time in five years. The satellite-based J-Alert system enables authorities to send alerts on natural disasters or missile attacks on Japanese territory to residents via television, radio, smartphone, and other devices. After North Korea launched the missile on the 4th of October, J-Alert was issued in Hokkaido, accidentally in Tokyo's island towns and villages, and subsequently Aomori Prefecture. But the projectile flew above Aomori at almost the same time as when the warning was issued making it nearly impossible for the public to evacuate in time had the missile struck. Apple's Japan branch was slapped with 14 billion yen, or $105 million, in additional taxes after authorities found bulk sales of iPhones and other items to foreign visitors were incorrectly exempted from the consumption tax. The Tokyo Regional Taxation Bureau found Apple Japan's approximately 140 billion yen tax-exempt sales over two years through September 2021, were the result of fraudulent duty-free purchases to be resold for commercial purposes. The Japanese Football Association, or JFA, has decided to keep the Japan manager Hajime Moriyasu, who led the Samurai Blue into the World Cup after seeing Japan come from behind to beat past World Cup champions Germany and Spain, topping a tough Group E in Qatar. Although Japan eventually fell short of its goal of playing its first World Cup quarterfinal, Moriyasu's leadership and personality were recognized. On that note about sports, the national stadium has been beset by budgetary problems since its inception ahead of the Tokyo Games, which were postponed by one year because of the COVID 19 pandemic. The Japan Sports Agency revealed on Wednesday, the 28th, that the Japanese public may continue paying up to around 1 billion yen, around $7 million in annual maintenance costs for Tokyo's national stadium after its planned privatization. The liability is outlined under a new policy concerning the prospective private operation of the stadium, which served as the main athletics venue at last year's Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics. Plans to remove the running track and convert the stadium exclusively for ball sports, such as soccer and rugby, will be officially reviewed under the new policy. The track will remain in place for Tokyo's hosting of the 2025 World Athletics Championship. And that's it for this week. The end of the year is a great time to think back and think forward, something we are very focused on here at Rorschach. All these things we talk about each week. Why did they happen and what consequences will they have? Thanks again for listening. May we all come together in 2023 in peace and in joy. Happy New Year. Matane.